Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, high fivers and high flyers? I just wanted to get on here real quick and do a really quick preamble uh, before I dive into the conversation with Trent. Um, we were supposed to have Kev uh, Kellum on to uh, do the show with us, but unfortunately, uh, schedule, uh, scheduling conflicts happened. But uh, yeah, I just want to take the time uh, to thank Trent for coming on. We had a great conversation, um, and I recommend I've included all the links uh, that we talked about in here on the episode. But uh, and I hope you enjoy. This is uh, like Trent and I talked about. This is Death Forever by Hemi in the background, so I uh, hope everyone enjoys this conversation. Alright, what up high fivers and high flyers, and like I promised, I've got a, a standalone episode with my very, very good friend here, uh, the backbone of the AAW production team, my good friend Trent Sabiri. Trent, how are you this evening? What's up, man? The backbone, I like it. I like it. I'm going to use that. I'm going to get a t-shirt with backbone. <laughs> it's just, and it's gonna be written down the backbone you know the- <laughs> I, i'm just a real keeper trent so that's what i do so um but yeah <laughs> this is uh this is the the big weekend i mean this is the the yeah week- man um you know i i've been putting it over for a couple weeks um i'm super excited about it but uh it is uh the so what is this the wait started 2016 right so what the seventh annual yeah holy crap you know I uh, I'm gonna try to remember all offhand the winners here oh my god Chris Hero yeah Elgin, Elgin? Michael Elgin uh, Josh Alexander uh, Matt Fitchett uh, you're missing Sammy Callahan in 2018 Sammy Sammy. Um, yeah, I just watched that with that epic he had with ACH. Yeah. Oh my God. What a classic, Sammy. Uh, I'm missing one. Who the hell am I missing here? Holy shit. Because <laughs> Hero won the first one, right? First one was Hero. And then Elgin and then Callahan yeah. and then Alexander. I'm missing the. Well, did we didn't do it in 20, did we? Yeah. No, um, well, yeah. So it would be the six. That, yes. That's the six. Yeah. That's what I missed. God damn 2020, man. Kiss my ass with that already. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like it's shit like this that's happening where I'm like, oh, I can't remember a winner because, yeah, it never happened because 2020 barely ever happened. Right. And that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Was, uh, yeah. You're right. So I didn't mean to put you on the spot. There, God so. damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I did. I literally just watched. Yeah. That whole, um, yeah. The 2018 as I'm going. I mean, I've watched all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. That, I mean, that, that classic with, with, you know, I mean, Callahan was pissed because Jeff Cobb eliminated him in 30 seconds the year before. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was a uh, dude. I, I, you know, you know, that's a fun idea. I, it's a tight week and it's only coming up this week. I would love to go back and watch them all. I think I might at least throw the, at least start at the beginning, you know, maybe tonight after we're done here, if I get home, you know, throw the, throw the first one on and then, uh, and then just, yeah, just start seeing what I can just, and just leave them on. Maybe if I'm doing stuff in the back, I'm just relive some of those memories, you know? Yeah. Kind of fun. Yeah. And last year was my, my first one. That was uh, your first with fidgets, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, and you know what a, that fidget mark I am. So you love your fidget, man. He, you know, Matt's, Matt's story is great. I mean, he he ended up winning the title 10 years to the day. 
Yeah. You know, like that's the day he debuted in the company. And that's awesome, man. It's a Cinderella story. You know, they were, he was primarily a tag team guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, you get, you, I don't want to say pigeonholed, but you know, you get, I mean, a team that's so successful, like the besties, you know, you end up getting thought of as a tag team guy and then that's it. And then look at him and, uh, and Davey, both of them just broke the hell out. I'm proud of him, man. Yeah. And, um, real quick, just shout out some mutual friends, uh, better friends for you, but, uh, two heels in a face, uh, they had Fitch on a couple months ago and they were talking about the match that he had with Mustafa Ali, like in 16, yeah. I think it was a random match. Oh man. I went back and watched. I mean, that was cause like you said, at that point he was very primarily a, uh, you know, a tag team guy, but I think I put that match over before, but, um, shout out to those guys, but yeah, definitely check that out. I think, I think it was the May show 2016, I think. Yes, um, it was. It's a, yeah. It was a. It was you know one of those matches. I read. I, I listened to something today. Al Snow was talking about how sometimes you don't need to have a story going into a match, but you can come up with a story coming out of a match. Yeah. And not that we get it. Not that we gave that one a story, but that didn't need one going in. It was just two guys who could freaking work. Yeah. And uh, and we put them up there, and she, it's again. It's like Fidget was always good. He just got better and better. Yeah. Ali was peaking, right? So that's right before Ali went to the WWE. So like Fitch, it's not unless he got overlooked, but like you weren't people didn't tend to think that hey, it takes two to tango here. I mean, Ali was already made, so Fitch didn't get the credit he deserved in that match. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, you're like, wait a minute, that's that's future world champion. You know, like there's a reason for that. The guy had it back then, too. Yeah, for some, I mean, I always I had no problems with the best, but when I first started watching, they were kind of embroiled in that whole Scarlet. Um, you know, when Scarlet was with Davy Vega, um, yeah, it took story. me until, uh, till the match. They, I oh, should I can't remember who they had a match, but they had a match at um that Destination Milwaukee show. The first time they played up Milwaukee Turner did, Hall. Did you go to that one? I mean, oh, you're yeah. your neck of the woods. I'm just making yep. sure. I will. I mean, it's it's my it's my probably my favorite venue. Um for one of my favorite promotions. I wasn't missing it, so. Um, Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question about that venue. Because it, 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 I've been there for three shows, and, one, and then one, another one that we ran. It kills me on that venue. The fees blow my mind, how much they charge for ticket fees. Is that that's something you guys talk about up there? Like, does that get discussed? Because I know people run there. Yeah, not, not nearly as often as they used to. Um, yeah, it's it's the big thing. It's because it's it's a it's a national landmark, and and they it sucks. Like you said, it's um, I've seen Mondo Lucha there. Uh, yeah, ran there. I mean, Ring of Honor doesn't run. Well, I mean, Ring of Honor doesn't run anywhere. But the last time Ring of Honor ran Milwaukee was two years after the first time I saw them, and they they ran at um, the casino because they couldn't afford to run at Turner Hall. Um, Jeez, I'm telling you, like. I ever going there as a fan and and seeing what the the fees cost on a ticket. I go, what the hell? The the, the fees cost almost as much as the ticket. Yeah, it's it, yeah. They get you that that national landmark restoration fee. And the, <laughs> it was, it was you know, killing me. I was like five bucks for printing it, five bucks for paper, three bucks for them breathing and you know breathing the air. I go. What the hell's going on here, man? It's the same for concerts too. Um, yeah, you see concert in that place too, and yeah, Cazello Pro ran there um, in February, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure how they pulled it off. Yeah, you know, man. I, mean, I don't know. Mondo, Mondo Lucha runs there. You know, it's a, it's a once a year show. Um, you know, so it's packed. But yeah, it's a shame. Like you said, it's a great, great venue. And I just uh, not to put over my other podcast, but we uh, just went over the 
the first time Ring of Honor ran there in 2012 when Mark Briscoe uh, jumped off that belt. I was there. That's one of the shows I was at. I was talking oh, nice. about. Okay, yeah. Great, yeah. great moment, though. Hell of a yeah. moment. Well, and, and being for you, too, that was a show where uh, Elgin and Silas stole the show. Well, that feud goes back to AW, right? That's where it was created. And uh, I remember being proud of those guys at the time. Like, they brought the Ring of Honor. It's like, don't those who knew where that feud originated knew where the chemistry was born. Um, And it was awesome. Yeah, my um, I hadn't seen the show before. And my buddy Andy was there. I don't know if I've introduced you. Andy goes to all the shows. You might know him if you recognize him. I met a bunch of your buddies at the the last. um, Yeah, yeah. At the last AW and then the uh, ICW show. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And Andy, Andy's at that show. And he, like, the one, I'm like, I just asked him ahead of time. He's like, You uh, got a couple things you want to put on the podcast. He's like, Obviously, you know, the Mark Briscoe spot, but he's like, I told everybody Michael Elgin and Silas Young will steal the show. These two, because um, he'd seen him, like you said, in AAW killing it. Dude, so. it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Those guys, uh, they kept, you know, some people you're just made to work each other, man. You know, they just had the chemistry. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame what Elgin has done to his career with everything, but um, because, he, you know, the guy had great matches. I mean, you can't deny he had great matches. It's oh, just, yeah. I, uh, he's got, he's got a big part of the AAW history, but sadly because of what happened and all this, all the twists and turns of his career, it's taken a toll on you. Know, it, 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 it hurt. You know what? I always look at it like this too. It sucks that it hurts the company. The companies on top of the, you know, anybody, people involved, any, any other people, of course, that's primary, but he hurts his career, but the companies, I mean, we can't, you can't put stuff out. You, you know, it's just like, dude, it sucks because it's like, what a, what a catalog that you basically end up burying, you know, but it is what it is, unfortunately, but you know, we have better, we have better stuff and we're going to move. We we have to move on and that's what we do. I mean, yeah, that match that he had with David, I want to think it was the Moody Street Classic, I think 2011. Mm-hmm. It main evented, so um, yeah. Um, I'll, listen, definitely go back. I know it's a Ring of Honor podcast, but um, like we do, t- t- we always like to go off on wrestling tangents. So, but we've got yeah. a we've got a big tournament here. And real quick, um, I, I know obviously I know the history, uh, but yeah. just to go over the history real quick for people that might not be familiar with it, um, they should be if they listen to my show any regularly. But what's this tournament all about? So Turbin is a tribute to Jim Lynham, who was a co-owner of AAW. And if you went to AAW back in the day, um, you knew Jim because Jim was, you, you know, he, he, in the early days, he was a manager, he was a heel manager, and um, he was around for a long time, and he was a co-owner. Then later on, when he went strictly owner, he, um, he would always open the show. Jim's thing was he would open the show with a speech, with a welcome speech. You know, that was the thing with Jim. It was a welcome speech, and he would say, hey, you know, listen, leave your problems at the door. Let us entertain you. Leave all the crap you had to deal with out in the world, out there. And, and today, thank you know, you spent your hard-earned money to let us entertain you, let us entertain you, and, and we're here for you guys. And it was a very amazing speech. Like, Jim was Jim was the face of the company. Yeah. That was the idea. Jim, Jim was the public. Goes, Danny's not out there. You know? Danny was in the back. Once he retired, uh, he went to the back, right? Mike's never been in the front. But... Jim was the public face of the company. And um, sadly, you know, at the age of 42, we lost him. Right. And it's, it's, you know, he, he had a, uh, it it was sudden. It was very sudden. It was very unexpected. I mean, 42, he had two beautiful kids. I, um, 
nobody expected it. And I think it was an aortic disruption. It's similar to John Ritter and uh, uh, the same thing happened with John Ritter. You know, that was very unexpected. out of nowhere. Like, you don't really know you have it kind of thing. It's just hap- it just happens out of nowhere. So nobody could prepare for it. His family, us. I mean, nobody saw it coming, right? And uh, I... I never got to work with Jim. I was a fan. I met Jim several times as a fan. I, um, you know, I was always there for the speech. The speech is, I mean, it's legendary. If you were in Berwyn in the old days, the Jim speech is legendary. That's what kicked it off. And you felt like this is home. This yeah. is my house. This, I, I, I am welcome here. I am here to just, and I do, it would, honestly, man, I would, you got to a point where when he would say that, when he would say, leave your problems at the door and just let us make you guys forget about life for a couple hours. I mean, it, it was true. Yeah. It shit sucks, man. Sometimes you want to just zone out. You want to just get the hell out of the way, like get out of the way, you know? And um, it was great because he would remind you that every show. And um, I will say, so my first show at the company was it's funny enough my first show as an employee was jim's last and that's that's kind of crazy to think because his um his last show and and i don't think he did the full show that was the thing so because the first line on tournament was 2016 mm-hmm. and i believe um my uh and my first show was the windy city Cl- well not my, my first official official was windy city classic 15 but uh United We Stand 2015. That was the one. And um, that's when he, because I think he, I can't, I'm trying to remember when he passed, but he, uh, I don't know the exact date, but he was there. And we literally, I was coming in. I just come in and be, to be part of the company. And um, my, you know, they, Mike introduced me to Jim Hayes, just a trans, going to be helping us out. And Jim was, he did his speech and he was leaving. And, um, and then he said, hey, man, nice to meet you. And I said, I'm looking forward to working with you or something. And then he passed right after that, that August. So uh, that, that it was tough, man, because that was July. It was August. And then, and then 2015, Winnie City Classic was my first time really ingrained in stuff. So it, it, it's almost weirdly poetic that my my first was his last, uh, last official kind of there, like on site, you know, and um yeah, man. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about the guy. He was an amazing guy and, uh, you know, just, just a wonderful human being. And, and no, no one's ever said a bad thing about him, man. Like I, I've yet to yet to meet anyone who has had a negative thing to say about the guy. Yeah. Like, honestly, he's, uh, he's such a, he was such a sweetheart of a guy and, and just a guy who, who loved pro wrestling, man. Like this guy loved not just like, I mean, we all, yeah, we all love it, man. But I mean, this guy loved what it made people feel, you know? And, um, and that's the, that's the best part. You know, that's the best part about it. He loved what, what, how it made people feel. And that's, that's what I really admire about whenever I hear about him. So the whole thing with him was that, man, it was just, it it sucks. I think it's because our boom period, happened right after mm-hmm. after like we i mean aaw was a solid promotion we were always growing we were we were the one there and, and doing all doing our thing but our big boom happened right after that man because you know he passed sammy came back the next year 
Yeah. And it was off to the races after that, you know, Penta, Phoenix, I mean, DJ, and, you know, you name it, Keith Lee, Shane Strick, all this, this started all just flowing in, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, pretty much half the AEW roster, right? Like it was, was starting off with us. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, just to give you a timeline, you know, um, I'll tell you right now, United We Stand uh, 2015 was 7-17-15. And Jim died on August 4th that year so that tells you right there man like august i mean it it was weeks it, it was literally just weeks man like i um i i was there i met him on the 17th and he he was passing he was leaving you know he passed by me in the hallway and and he died a few weeks later and i guess he hadn't been feeling good you know and that was the thing and um as i never really got to know him but I always felt connected to him because it was something that, you know, I, I almost felt like I, I, didn't, I hate, I'm not using the word replaced. It took his spot or anything, but right. I filled the void. Uh, at least like I was a guy, you know, there was an open seat. I at least got in. I took a seat at the table and Mike and Danny made me feel very welcome. You know, I became part of the family there and uh, it's an honor to be uh, to be a part of that inner circle. And I got to say this, there was a period last year before the, uh, or two years ago before the pandemic happened, we were all we had planned. We're all going to take turns doing the gym speech, mm-hmm. you know, like we'll kick it off January of 20. It's like we're going to take turns doing the gym speech. And I asked, can I do the first one to do it? And they said, yes, absolutely. You know, I, I, I felt like I really wanted to do it. Um, and uh, actually, no, I didn't ask. They 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 told me I said, we'd like you to be the first one to do it. Yeah. January. Uh, Never say die. 2020. I got the poster on my wall because I was like, it's such a special mm-hmm. show for me. And I cut the promo in the ring and um, I was nervous as shit because no one's done the gym speech since Jim. So yeah. I was nervous as hell. Right. So I did the gym speech and I, uh, and I did, and it was awesome. And it was an amazing feeling. And I looked right at his banner and I said, just like this guy used to say, sit back, relax, leave your problems at the door. We're going to have a great time tonight. And it was awesome. And Boz did it the next month. And then the month after that, the goddamn pandemic happened and we stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get back to it this show. You know, I, I mean, ultimately, that is the essence of why people like you and I watch wrestling. That is the point. Yeah. Literally right there of why, you know, you know, call me a mark if you will. But that that's that's literally the point. So, I mean, you get away from everyday problems. So. Yeah, man, it, it really is. Right. And like, that was Jim's thing. That's why, like, he was so loved around here. I mean, like, remember, and people might not know Jim Lynham was also Jim Jesus on the man cows morning madhouse show on Q101 FM. Oh, really? That's I, Jim I, Jesus. I know. So if you listen to man count in the nineties and the two thousands, that's Jim, Jim Lynham is Jim Jesus. And he's the one who used to do the traffic report and the yelling guy, you know, that was him. And, um, he, uh, he also did the commercials for the alley, the, the famous West Chicago landmark store called the alley. He was the guy that's like, get down to the goddamn alley. What is wrong with you? Why are you dressing like you shop at TJ Maxx? Just get to the goddamn alley. You know, he was that guy. So like, <laughs> I used to hear from that. Right. So um, that's Jim. And uh, the guy was, he was an, he was a radio icon in Chicago. I mean, there's, 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 there's articles about him. You know, all over all over the internet. If you look him up, it's just he he was a Chicago radio fixture, man. So huh. uh legendary guy, an amazing personality for those who knew. I mean, Sammy Callahan today just randomly just says Jim was the fucking man, you know. Like he, people yeah. love the guy. Everybody loved him. So 
Uh, I wish I got to know him. That was my only regret. So. Yeah. But but for those who hadn't seen him, who've never met him, trust me, guys, the AAW's spirit is based, is rooted in what he wanted done. It's what he said. He goes, this should be fun. This has to be an experience for people to just escape from stuff for a while. Yeah. You're not solving problems here, but you're sure as hell going to let them make them forget about it for a few minutes, you know, yeah. and that's the idea. And that's what we do. So, dude, yeah, man. Man. yeah, I mean, that's literally, you know, the reason why. And I mean, it's become, you know, well, it started off hot. Obviously, Chris Hero won the first one. But I mean, yeah. you know, this year's lineup continues that tradition. Um, yeah. And it's stacked from banger. I mean, I can't see it. I mean, I'm looking at the card right now. I don't see a clear favorite. It's um, hard. This this year, I got to admit, man, even me, like, put, put it this way. This, I, I'm going to be honest with everybody here. This, the tournament, the way the tournament's booked and planned and laid out, very close to the vest on, on the booking side. Yeah. I'm ta- team holds this one. T- and I'm talking... Usually us, our team gets together and we lay out the shows and we do what we got to do. But this one, it's almost, it's, it's like not revealed to the rest of the team until Danny's ready to reveal to the rest of the team. Yeah. And like the bracketing and layout. And to me, that's awesome because I'm watching the, the announcements and I'm like, okay, we're, we we're told who's going to be announced. And I'm like, who the fuck? Like, Who's winning? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't tell you. you know, it's This is a great one. This is a really great because, yeah, it's anybody's game on this one. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I've got I've got the, the tournament here in front of me. If you uh, whatever you want to start, yeah, rock and rolling. So let's do it, man. Well, the first one we've got, um, one of my personal favorites, let's say we've talked about for uh, first, but Zachary Wentz. Uh, versus someone I've heard about but don't know much, but Mr. Yamamoto coming in representing a uh, Dragon Gate. Yamato, yeah, Yamato's oh, Dragon Gate guy. He uh, D- Dragon Gate legend. I mean, he's, he's uh, if if you ever remember, Dragon Gate USA was on a tear about ten years ago uh, for a while, for a couple of years. You know, they were blowing through America big time. And then Dragon Gate's a big, you know, it's got its Japanese audience too. It's not New Japan, but it's got it's got a huge audience in, J- in Japan. Mm-hmm. But Yamato's a fixture, dude. The legend. I mean, it, Yamato is, is he's, he's you know he's a little older now. He's not the he's not uh, he's not the indie darling, uh, but he was he was the indie darling. Yeah, this is the legend though. This is definitely Yamato's a legend in Japanese wrestling. That and for Zach to get this opportunity is huge. It's only a second match back with the company, so I um I'm excited for Zach. I'm excited for us. I'm excited to see y- Yamato because Yamato's like. I remember seeing him. I got Dragon Gate DVDs sitting over there, like he's on the cover of all of them, you know. So that's the guy, man. So Yamato's. If you've never seen a Dragon Gate performer, that's 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 a show to go to to meet to meet him. He'll be he'll be meeting some folks and all that. So come on out for that. That's awesome. So is this uh hopefully a sign of things to come? Hopefully, you bring in more Dragon Gate talent after this. Hopefully, yeah. You know what. It was a successful uh, bridge being built with uh, with the Yamato connection. So you know when you when you build those successful bridges, things can happen further. So uh, same with the whole thing we did with Impact a month or two ago. You know, right? It's uh, we we went we took a big jump with them, our title on their show, you know, and their title on our show. We traded, you know, we we shook hands on that one. So 
it's it's opens up stuff. I mean, you know, Masha Slamovich is on our show, right? She's in the tournament. So like things have a way of working out when you work with people. And um, I would love to work with Dragon Gate more. I'd love to expand in, into Japan more with AAW for a while. We were getting a lot of Japanese um, press because ACH was, you know, he took our title over there to New Japan yeah. and Super Juniors and all that stuff. So AAW has had a touch in Japan. I'd like to have more of a touch in Japan. That'd be nice. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, because Naito wrestled once or twice for AEW, maybe three times? No, Naito was once only. Just one okay. time, February of 18. Um, the show was my first show, too. It was like, yeah, so I missed it, too. It was the same day as my album release for my, my last uh, one of my last albums. And I um, my band's albums and I, I have to miss it. It was our release party. So I couldn't I, I didn't make the show either. So I missed I missed night. But I heard it. I mean, if you look at the pictures of that show, it is bananas. Logan Square is packed to the gills. Yeah. Awesome. And shout out to Hemi real quick. So I'm putting in the link for uh, everyone should check out some Hemi. So I own the complete discography because I'm a dork. But thank you, man. Hey, listen, that means a lot that you bought you, you bought the discography. Thank you so much for that. So uh, but another one, I'm not sure where you're gonna go with this one, Trent, but yeah, we've got the the baddest motherfucker on the planet, Chaff, versus yep. my legend, somebody who I need to shake their hand with eventually, Mr. Davey Richards. Dude, big time opposite matchup, technical versus Braun, but uh, both are great. I mean, I was a huge, huge Davey Richards, Mark. I told him, I tell Davey now, I said, I said you have no idea what a dork I was for you, man. Like, yeah. I was a fucking... Davy Richards, and because here's the thing, Dave Richards, I'm five seven. You know, Davy's went out of the same height, you know, but he's he's jack, I mean, he's an inspiring guy to me. He's a really hard working son of a bitch, man. And uh, it's like, dude, I, I connect with a guy like Davy Richards, right? Chef, on the other hand, it's like, I, you know, he, he towers over me, but I, but the, but that's a man's man, you know what I'm saying? Like, Chef is a monster of a human. I'm not shitting you, like, that is a big mean mean motherfucker and um i just i'm curious because this is a weird match yeah but you're talking a guy who can who can turn you into a pretzel or you can take or talking a guy who can you know really drill you into the ground one of the other is gonna happen (laughs) or both so (laughs) it's fun to see what happens here yeah um i i when this was first announced i was very intrigued and uh a couple things um i know obviously shaft comes out to hate breed um but Jamie Josta, you need to write this guy a theme song. I mean, I know Josta yeah. Kazarian. I mean, he's got Kazarian's theme song. I know Josta and Hatebreed are wrestling marks. You need to write a theme song for Shaft. It'd be perfect. I'm just saying. Let's wait till wait, wait till shit. We we're get well, wait till we build Shaft up even more. Then then they can't deny it. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out into the universe. And uh, and real quick, speaking of Davey Rich, I'm a huge Mark. Like I said, with, with my other podcast. And he was a big reason, like, when I went back, there's a big 12, 13-year gap of, of my wrestling knowledge. And David Richards was one of the people just watching, like I said, I watched all the old Windy City Classics, speaking of AEWs, all the mm-hmm. Los Angeleses. So David Richards, obviously, is very huge in that. Um, but yeah, my friend Nick over at the Universal Wrestling Podcast, uh, shout out to those guys, just had Davey on. And you want to talk about an inspiring conversation. That was That was definitely... Yeah, you you get to the meat and potatoes with that guy. He's like you said, he is an inspirational human being. He's uh, just a hard working guy, man. I mean, he just he I mean, you know, the guy went from being a 
being a paramedic to a to a I mean, what else did he do? Firefighter to a paramedic to a doctor. Yeah. Like, that's great. The guy's about to get his doctorate any day now. You know, like, that's crazy for me. Yeah, I think he's getting it in Madison, too. So, um, is he really? Yeah. That's so, fun. That's pretty cool. He's that's pretty very, very, I don't, I don't mark out very often to people, meeting people in person, but he is somebody very, very, very high on my list. So, Davey Richards, if you hear this, we're going to shake hands someday. Actually, more high five, but Dude, he's so. Nice guy, uh, wonderful family too. Got I haven't met the little guy yet, but I met his uh, his uh, his wife and his stepdaughter. They're just nice people, man. He's just a good dude, man. You know, like he was the, <laughs> like David is cool. He's cool as shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad he's there. Based in St. Louis now, he's I yeah, cool. So he's been there for a bit. He's been there for a little bit now. So uh, uh, definitely, um, you know, people we're lucky to have him in the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, but after that, speaking of intriguing matchups, um, Fred Yehi versus Kelvin Tankman. Um, am I mistaken? Is this this isn't Tankman's debut at AAW, is it? No, no, not at all, not at all. Tankman's uh, he was just on he was just on a show uh, the last show he was on the last one too. So he's he, Tankman's been around. Okay, that's what, yeah. uh, his first one was I think during the pandemic during the um during the uh the alive tapings during the pandemic that oh, was his first one okay yeah yeah so Duh. that was the first time he uh he wrestled for us and you know it was it was new but uh it was weird because there was people like out of nowhere who just loved him i don't know i'm like wow and the match was good uh, but they just were like man when is he coming back when is he coming back so people are like itching for tankman to be back you know yeah. uh so we found a way to do it you know we found a way to, to incorporate him in more and i'm, I'm glad because He's one of those guys got a cult following, man. Like Cal- <laughs> Calvin Tankman, legit has a cult following. Um, yeah, obviously big in MLW, but I've seen him a couple times. But these guys were calling out for him, though. I mean, they don't call Fred Yeh had a sandwich weight for for no reason. So yeah, Fred Yeh is, is in possibly. I mean, he is so low key in terms of like being online things like that, you know. But I mean, you've seen him, Tom. Yeah. Like you've seen him work. The guys, the guy. One of the absolute best in the world. Yeah. But he's just so low key that a lot of people don't realize, you know? Yeah. And it's selfishly, you want to keep it like your own little secret. You're like, well, we got him. You know, he's not getting, he's not leaving. Right. But, but the guy is incredible. I mean, he is, it's one of those things where I'm like, you might, you might not believe in wrestling, but you'll believe that. <laughs> You'll believe Freddie AI is real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you might have people, that shit's fake. It's like, well, you could tell me this guy's fake. You know what I mean? Like, just look at him. Like, look at what he does in there. I've never seen anyone flip the switch so swiftly like that, man. It's it's unbelievable. And he's like, he moves like water. Oh, like yeah. water, right? He's got that that quick first step that it's just like it's it's ridiculous. And to be honest with you, besides Matt Fitchett. I don't think anyone had a better 2021 than Fred AI. Freddie AI, man. Absolute stabilizer for the company. I think um no, I mean, Mance Warner was on such a tear with that title. It's like who the hell was were we gonna put in front of Mance, right? And it's like the one guy that that could just technical outdo everybody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean Freddie AI literally wrote the word die in the mat with Mance Warner's blood. There's there's video of this. He dips his hand. He's got Mance on the ground. 
Yeah, dipping his he's dabbing his forehead with his blood, and he's writing the word "die," and then he holds Mance's head. And he goes, "Look at that!" And I'm like, "This cannot be the same fucking guy that I was talking to backstage. There's no way this is the same guy I just talked to about like where I can where he can get a coffee before the show. But that's insane. That's yeah. <laughs> mind blowing, yeah. dude. Anyway, go. And, and you know, at the end of the day, he's got a you know he's got chip on his shoulder. Um, you know, his probably did not go, you know, as planned. Obviously, he ran into the highest, the hottest guy in AEW, um, you know, at the Windy City Classic, but you know, he's got he's got something to prove. So take this guy's hands full. So yeah, yeah. This Great. match will not be for the faint of heart. So yeah, yeah. this will be good. This will be a fun one. Yeah, this will be a fun because because Tankman's Tankman's heavyweight, you know, beefy just just hitting you, you know, like just just he is a tank, he's hitting you like a tank. Yeah, and Fred. Fred can turn you into a pretzel before you blink. You know, so yeah. It's uh, there's there's two ways to look at it, man. So yeah, keep going. Um, next we've got well, I mean, we've got some history here, Trent. So I'm pretty stoked about this. Um, but we've got obviously Masha Slamovich, uh, the first. I'm not. I hate using the word ladies wrestler because, especially after anyone that saw the match at Destination Chicago, Masha is so so much more than a ladies wrestler. But it is what it is. But she's wrestling former AAW Tag Team Champion. We're going to get this official here, Trent. I'm not giving up on it. Dante Leon. Dante Leon, I'm with you. I still think it's it's an asterisk, but it's a but it's considered official. Yeah. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for uh I'm waiting for goddamn um cage match to do it. I think they're gonna you know, they they have they have ears everywhere. Yeah. And and they'll and they listen for stuff like this and they go, oh, you know, maybe they're right. <laughs> and they'll add it in one day dante i'm gonna click on it. i got dante leon pulled up on cage match right now let's see him. every time we do a show i check i check right now do they have them listed yeah not yet not yet <laughs> uh, but real quick just a, a little background um for people that may not know um that don't follow AEW like we do last month she had definitely a match of the year contender absolutely um, against josh alexander um put herself on the map um, but at the end of the match, I mean, she did not win said match, but uh, she, Josh Alexander actually gifted her his spot in the Jim Lyman Memorial Tournament. Yes. Um, and if anyone knows Josh Alexander, this is not a gift that he gives up very easily. Right. Um, uh, he gave her a spot. I mean, her, a, it's a match of the year. She just had a banger with Jordan Grace on Bound for Glory, yeah. too. I mean, this 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 lady is... She's 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 uh, she's on the way, man. She's on the way to becoming the next big star. Yeah. Uh, if you can hang with Josh Alexander, go. Just that's it. There's nothing else I could say that can prove that we have truly acquired like the best up and coming. Yeah. You know, woman to to lace him up right now, and I'm so happy that she's part of AAW. I'm so happy that we are able to feature her like we want to. Yeah. Give her these, give her these these showcases like we want to. I mean, it's awesome. Josh Alexander, the Impact World Champion, former AAW World Champion, heavyweight champion. Uh, I mean, she went toe to toe with him. He's 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 top three in the world. Is yeah. Josh Alexander? Yeah, if not my number one, right? Yeah. And uh, and then she went toe to toe with him. I mean, at no point did you feel like he had to like compensate for her. No, crazy shit. Um, yeah, won the wife over. So if the, if the wife's won over, you know, it's good. 
Um, but I mean, yeah, Josh Alexander, obviously we will get to him a little bit later. Um, mm-hmm. you know, is and he calls himself the gatekeeper of AAW, but that's gatekeeper, not man. that's not hyperbole, that's legit. Um, 100% legit. I mean, you have to basically Josh, I mean, this this is this is no bullshit now. Yeah. Josh he, he he let it be known. You have to go. This is he's the, he's a proven guy. You got to go through me to yeah. see if you're going to have a roster spot here. AAW special, Josh. He, I know he's full time with Impact, and that's that's his. He's heavyweight there, and he's he's a champion, and he's uh he is their poster boy. He takes a lot of pride in that. Yeah. But when it comes to AAW, I mean, he has a lot of history with us, and he holds it very near and dear to his heart, man. Like you have to go to him through him. In order to make it, uh, to to make it through to the roster, yeah, and like you said, uh, the 2019 Jim Lyon Memorial Tournament winner, mm-hmm. um, you know, so um, yeah, and like I said, I, I tell everyone I talk to, listen, go back and watch that match. If yep, you, one match, um, watch that one. And hey, like I said, we we've talked about this before. I mean, I'm a Matt Fitchett Mark. Yeah, he didn't beat Josh Alexander, but he went 20 minutes, went the time limit. And five months later, he's champ. Dude, it's 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 no joke. Again, like if you can if you can go with Josh, it's it really is rite of passage. And and that's and that's no bullshit. That's like anything. If you can if you can hang with a Josh Alexander, you know, in a ring, in an AAW ring, I mean, you're opening everybody's eyes. There's a reason Masha's back, you know, the reason we're we're working with her a lot. I mean, she can go, man. You know, she's got it, she's got something special in her. That we want to feature and say, hey, you know, hey, listen, this Masha represents what AAW is about. Yeah. And I want to, I want to make sure that 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 we have someone like her putting that out there to the fans. Yeah. Um, but next we've got a couple people that I've talked to, Dark Horse for this winter. Uh okay. we've got Mike Bennett versus Dave, the inherited AAW heritage champion, Davey Vega. Yeah, man. He is uh Vega, you know, getting his spot there. I mean, as, as Heritage Champion, Bennett got his first big win at Destination Chicago and Maria debuting. So yeah. uh, it's awesome to see Bennett there. It's awesome to see Bennett uh, get that win. But Vega, it's Vega, man. You know, like, how do you, how do you, how do you doubt Vega? I mean, he, he's, he's proven himself. Like, you, you could, you could shit on Vega. You could doubt Vega. You could act like Vega is never going to make it as big as uh, Fitchett. But I tell you what, man, he went, he has been on nothing but a tear. The Johnny Bravo, Hartenbauer, Sean Logan connection that we've, that we've got there has shown to be pretty awesome. That works for him. And dude, the Heritage title, the AW Heritage title match with Ace Austin. I don't think anybody looked at it, it going in like, oh, Vega's going to be able to hold up with Ace Austin. Cause a lot of people don't that. They look at Ace and he's, he's this megastar. Yeah. And, Vega is a character uh, more, you know, a lot of times, man, he go watch that match. Vega took everything and gave it back. And then some, I was very impressed with Dave Vega. It's on destination Chicago. Go watch it. It's uh, yeah. the guy, the guy can go. And I think, you know, you get a little chip on your shoulder, man, you know, like your best friend, gets the heavyweight. Yeah. He, he eventually after a long build, he was able to get the heritage, yeah. but you know, your buddy got the heavyweight, you know, you didn't get close to the heavyweight. There's a chance now for Vega to win the lineup. I yeah. think that's pretty cool, man, because he that drives him. I, I'm telling you, like I you talk to the guy, you could tell right away, like it's driving him. It's not like it, he's angry or bitter. It's more like it drives him to want to be better. 
Yeah. You just see Vegas changes over the years, you know, over, watch AAW's catalog. You see his body, his style, his technique. Guy changes a lot. He's always evolving. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got what it's got, but he, I mean, he's definitely gonna have his hands full with a, a basically what was considered a reinvigorated Mike Bennett. Um, yes. you know, I think obviously he fixed out the the missing link, um, you know, with his with his other half Maria. So, um, big Mike Bennett guy as a human being. So, Mr. Oh, great guy, this dude. Um, a huge fan of you. So, yeah, another one I, I can't pick. I there's not a single match that we've gone through in our room that I have any idea. So. I'm telling you, I, I, what I love most about this tournament, it's the most unpredictable one we've ever did. I, I truly, I cannot, I mean, I was shocked. Again, the brackets were kept very close to the vest from Danny. He takes this one very personally. It's Jim. It's the tournament in Jim's name. This is a very personal one to him. So we're told of the bracket after he's put it together. We know the talent. But to the bracket is on Danny. And, and this one, man, he's really got all of us stumped. Yeah. Well, next we've got um, Milwaukee's own uh, Silas Young with quite possibly the breakout star of 2022. Yeah, um, man. Um, you want to talk about two guys. Yeah, big, big beef. You want to talk about two guys who are made to wrestle each other? These two. I mean, we talked about Silas and Mike Welgan, but this is – I, this match, like I said, styles make fights, and this is going to be. Yeah. This, this one's unique because I'll tell you what, it's, it's too, it, it's Garvin Beef, who's, like I said, the breakout, and he's just trying to continue that, that flow. Yeah. Because now you, now you've told everybody, hey, man, I can go. And they're like, okay, well, you can't, you can't fall now, right? You got to keep rolling. Silas is, is always, you don't want to talk chip on your shoulder to prove yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, how much people look at Silas and they 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 think like, boy, how's he gonna hang with beef? You know, basically young beef's got 15 years on him. And then you get in the ring and Silas fucking outworks whoever, right? Yeah. So the guy that guy's a dynamo, like in the ring. He just he just knows what he's doing on autopilot in there sometimes. So I look at that and I go, in. you got the you got the guy trying to prove himself. On the beginning side of his career, yeah, the other guy trying to prove himself on the other side of his career. Yeah. You know, but the one guy's advantage is been around longer, former champion, triple crown. Oh, not triple crown, he's not one the tag. Former champion. He knows what he's doing. He's been all over the world. So it's like interesting. Yeah. Styles make fights. Yeah, this is this is gonna be interesting. So um... I'm I'm looking forward to this one a lot because I think again, you have no idea where this can go. You yeah. know, I mean, like we talked about earlier, I mean, Gnarls didn't beat Yehi or um, Alexander, but he, he, they both knew they were in a fight, dude. I, I'm telling you, when you watch some of these matches, I mean, it, it, it's a fight in there because you got guys who are trying to really get scratch and claw to get their ground, yeah, and it happens a lot, man. Like, these guys are really. Like I gotta, I gotta fucking carve my path here because there's opportunities to be had. It's yeah. not just you're winning a match; it's, you get seen here. You know, you go on to you go and do other stuff. People, you can sell merch. You you build up a character. You can make a character. We do promos like crazy. There's a lot you can you can benefit from here. So you got it. As long as you look good doing it, man, opportunities come. So that's why these guys are always out to prove that. Yeah. 
Well, speaking with someone that has definitely proved their mettle uh, in AAW, and like you've talked about, the guy made trips for miles um, and without even being booked and just really started at the bottom. We've got the one called Manders uh, versus the aforementioned Josh Alexander. Um, like I said, initially, Josh Alexander was not scheduled to be in the lineman, but obviously, you know, life happens. But, uh, man, this is this is, this is is Manders' opportunity. Yes, so Josh... You know, the way I looked at was he um, he gave a spot to Masha, as we know. But at that point, when things uh, things worked out with Fitchett getting getting injured and, um, you know, and we're looking like, hey, we got we got Fitchett. We don't Fitchett was injured in his match with Jake. Right. You watch him. I was in. I don't mean to interrupt, but I was literally 10 feet away. I mean, he looked in my eyes and like, yeah, he put it right back. Mm. My guy, Matt Fitchett. Right. For those who didn't know, it's separated his shoulder and he popped it right back in mid-match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Literally, I mean, I was, we were looking right at each other when he did it. Now I'm just like, oh, my Oof. God. Did you really? It's not easy, man. I mean, at well, that ha- he was ready to go. I mean, he told us, I'm, I'm, I can go, but we have to, we have to think better. Uh, we have to think on, um, you know, for his sake here. And he checked it out. He looked into it. I mean, he's got a family. He's got to consider those kind of things. And it was the best that he sat this one out because uh, he has to heal it. I mean, if he wants to come back strong, he's got to heal it, man. There's no reason to uh, to push this one. Just just don't push it. I mean, you, you'll, you'll be back and you'll be fine, you know. So, um, But that opened up a, an opportunity now where it's like, well, Josh gave his match, his, his match up. So now it's like, hey, man, you get to be in. So you're in. Yeah. And Josh giving his spot. No bullshit. Again, there, there's certain things that are written and they're written down and, you know, hey, look, it, cats out of the bag and all this stuff, right? Let's not be, let's not be naive. There's certain things that are planned to happen. Things that are not planned to happen, but are, are happening because they're so unavoidable and you can't deny them. Yeah. You know, and look, it's poetic. Josh ended up back in too. You might get a, you might get a fucking rematch on this one you know so like yeah. you might get a masha and josh rematch now a lot of cool shit here yeah uh sue so, i mean obviously i i i'm a huge proponent of josh alexander so anytime that guy's you know in a ring i'm watching or on, on my on my laptop I'm, I'm pretty excited so you know the the universe works in mysterious ways Tony man um you know just i mean look what happened in 2019 if somebody i'm not going to mention their name because i kind of got heat with them but somebody no showed 2019 we got one of the most legendary AEW champion runs out of Mace, Mance Warner ever. So, yeah. How about that, huh? You know, so speaking of Josh Alexander, so. But uh, we've got one more match um, announced. Or the, in the, or night, this is night one, round one for everybody, just to get recap everybody. Yep. Right, yeah. So, um, And it's Rich Swan versus Ace Austin. Um, I'm glad Rich Swan is able to walk. Took a yeah. hell Bill against Davey Richards. Um but Rich Swan got our boy Perch to do some dancing. Um, and yeah. he even had Davy Richards smiling, laughing, and almost dancing. Um, I, I, I was hoping Davy was gonna bust a move. A move. He <laughs> Just so one. He was it, so close. Um, it very close. It was extremely close, but yeah, but he but he gracefully walked. He got the win, didn't need to do it, he walked away. <laughs> so um, that was fine. You know, but we've got and like I said, it's once again, styles make fights, and these two stylistically are very similar. Very uh, similar. 
very I'm trying to think if they've ever matched up an impact. I can't remember. But I'll tell you what, stylistically, a lot of fun. Gotta be a lot of fun. Yeah. This is this is one to watch because you got you got two guys who are about the same size, similar type of technical, you know, and high flying style. Like you got a lot that could happen in this one. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to this one. This one kind of this one kind of crept up on me. You know, when we when we announced it, I was like, whoa, okay, shit. You know, so th- this one's this one's gonna be cool. Yeah, and listen, you know, they both have a lot of history at Impact, but they've also got a lot of history within AAW, not necessarily with each other. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely gonna be a sleeper. Um, and Big then time. unfortunately, it sounds like uh, Gringo Local had to ball out as a wild card, but we've got my boy Trey Miguel as the wild card. Wild card, Trey, uh, back in AAW, got a little rascal reunion deal going on almost, you know, got both of them in the same, same house there, but. I can't. Trey's last match was us. Man, it's been a long time. It's been a I, bit because um, it was was it Stephen? It was uh, oh, it was, it was a tag was, match. Yeah, right. The tag match during like 2020 during the pandemic. Yeah, I think yeah, one of the last shows um, yeah, of 2020. You know, that ran a couple shows. Um, and then he said he was moving on. Um, he did. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Um, five seven 2021. Uh, prior to that, it was 11, 12, 2020, but okay. he did come back for a tag match for him and Gringo. Yeah. That's right. Him and Gringo against Ace and Madman Fulton for the tag, tag titles. Uh, yeah. I'm a Trey Miguel Mark. Uh, I mean, anytime that guy's in the ring. So um, another guy, you know, was one of the first guys when I got into indie wrestling, watching him down in Dayton, Ohio, uh, yeah. You know, for Rockstar Pro before I started. And then our first AEW show, you know, he was in that tremendous six-man ladder match. It was, God, it was A.R. Fox, uh, Myron Reed, uh, Trey Miguel. Um, gosh, I can't remember who else is in that match, but um, that was one of the matches that changed my wife and I's life. I mean, really, our, our first AEW show. Um, yeah. And that really took her, I mean, anytime she's impressed, makes me happy, so... Yeah, you know, with the non-wrestling fans, that's a fun part, right? It's like, man, if you can get a match to go to make them go, whoa, that to me is like, shit, that must be a good match. Because like, we're yeah. so, you know, we've seen it all, right? We've seen everything. Nothing, I mean, rarely does shit impress us now. We've seen it all, right? But but a, a non-fan, you know, most non-fans are like, oh, it's not real. But a non-fan, for them to go, man, that was awesome. It's like that's not what they watch normally. So for that, they were like, that was awesome. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's on a card where Phoenix and ACH were your main event. Yeah, uh, man. My boy Jeff Cobb was on there. Uh, we had Penta versus Teddy Hart. What uh, a card. And that, and that match by far stole the show. Um, what so, a card. Yeah, Trey McGill is one of my favorites. So nice. Uh, yeah, and then it looks like so obviously, so basically for people that don't know, aren't familiar with tournament style, obviously you'll have round one on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there gonna be any other matches? I know there's nothing announced yet, but are there gonna be any uh in between matches on Friday or are all those gonna be on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Are those ma- well, we got we got uh the tournament matches, round one. You're gonna get all of it on um Friday, and then you're gonna get round two on Friday, and then round three and finals is on Saturday. Oh, so round two is also on Friday. Yeah, you're gonna get round two because uh Ooh, shit. Because you got oh man, I'm trying to think how we how we worked it out. Oh, you know what? Let me let me take that back. Let me take that back. I'm not sure. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be round two because um, yeah, it's gonna be round one and two on Friday, 
Okay. And then three and then finals on, on Saturday. Yeah. And then you got, and you got, you got non, non-tournament matches too, though. Remember that like right. Jake, something isn't a non-tournament match defending the title. So there's, um, there's stuff for, for non-tournament. You have a couple of singles and tags. Think, you know, there's, there's stuff being thrown in also to fill it all out. So yeah. uh, more on Saturday because you only have, you have less matches to go through. So, but, uh, but there's a ton to happen. So you got all these guys on the turn in the bracket, and then you have, you know, they have the add-ins too. So. Okay. Um, so you have Salta win two on Friday and two on Saturday then? Yes. Okay. Yep. So yeah, keep an eye, man. Like, like keep an eye for that. Like there's, you know, and we didn't do a bracket, but you know, if you want to make your own brackets and play around with them, please do share sure. them, take a picture of them, share them out. So, um, yeah, I know coach Gene and I, and a couple other people were working on something like that. So show it to him. So, um, cool, man. yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, back at Logan square, like I yeah. said, Friday, October 14th and October 15th. Um, I will put the links, but, uh, Trent, where can people get tickets? I know they're very limited. Um, yeah. And, you know, recording. So let me, let me plug one last thing too, though. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So we just, we, we, we partnered up with this legendary store in Chicago, the alley, which I mentioned earlier, that Jim, uh, that Jim was a part of what their ads, the alley reached out to us and the alley did a special edition commemorative t-shirt. For the lineup, it's, it's the alley's known for their t-shirts. That's their thing. And they're the alley shirts. They're called. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you look at, if you look up, um, you look up uh, a lot of guys in the 80s, a lot of, you know, guns and roses and rat and doc. And uh, one guy's wearing an alley t-shirt somewhere. The alley was, isn't popular forever. So yeah. uh, I got six myself. So I, and plus the, the owner of the alleys uh, is my, is my landlord, my bond, my band's studio. So, um, but a lot of it, it, another weird connection, though, what I feel with Jim, it's like Jim worked for the alley and the owner of the alley is my landlord. Right. So go figure. But um, the alley said, hey, we love Jim. He, we absolutely adored him. He was a part of the alley family. We'd like to do a commemorative shirt for him for the for the tournament. So at the tournament, there's a special edition uh, alley AAW collaborative T-shirt. So, uh, they're at the reveal tournament. If you want one, you got to get it there. But if, if you know me and you want me to hold it for you, I can hold it for you. So yeah. <laughs> as you can see my, you can see the wheels turning in my head. So you just let me know, man, I will put it aside. I absolutely want people who want one to have one. Okay. So, um, so you, you let me know if it's, especially, I know, you know, if, if you have to miss it or whatever it is, let me know. And you guys can, uh, we can put it aside for you, but but please, uh, but please pick one up. It all, it all, it all is for Jim, man. And I think this is going to be a real, real cool way to honor him. The at, like I said, the alley's known for its t-shirts, and to get yeah. a AAW version alley shirt to me is 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 a is an amazing win. So um, I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about that. Since 1976, so it's a year older than I am. So it's yeah, 76, man. They started. Uh, they, I mean, they're. If any Chicagoans listening to this, and even some Milwaukeeites listening to this, you'll know the alley. You've shot at the alley. Your big brother shot at the alley. You got your first band shirt there. Got your first leather there. I mean, it's a legendary store. They moved to a smaller space now, but legendary place. That's where you went to get your band shirt, your chain wallets, all that stuff. Interesting. So, yeah, that's right. Rock and roll, heavy metal, goth, you know, goth shop, ear piercing, you name it. They do it all. But that's 
legendary spot. But yeah, I, so we the t-shirts. I had to have been through there once or twice. I bet. So I bet you have because it's yeah. like everybody has. If you listen to like rock and roll and you ever get to Chicago, you went to the alley. Yeah. So okay. it wasn't uncommon to go there and see like you know Cinderella walking through or some shit. Like that's yeah. how it worked, you know, back in the day. So um it's it's cool, man. It's really cool. And, and again, I'm proud of it because uh we were able to do that for Jim. So get a t-shirt. Okay. But yeah, tickets, uh awpro.com. That's all all the links are there, YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, AAW Pro, um, Ticket Leap. You know, it's our, our tickets are also through Ticket Leap, but the link is at AAWPro.com. Just go there, get your ticket. Uh, they are limited. You'll see the breakdown of what's, ob- what's available. Stage, I think, is uh, I think stage is gone, I think. Yeah. But uh, you get some seats, seating on the, on the floor and everything. But, yeah, go go get a ticket, man. This is it. Like, it's coming up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss yeah. it. And um, we did forget to plug. So if unfortunately like life happens for some of us on this call, um, yeah. you can't make it, where can you watch it? If you're not watching, if you're not going to be there live. Absolutely. High, highspots.tv is where you can watch it. Highspots is our new streaming partner. We are not on fight. Our back catalogs on fight, but highspots.tv, our new streaming partner. You pay the, I think 13 bucks. And for $13, you don't just get the one show. You get the entire catalog yeah. of everything they have. It's a win-win all around. Yeah. 13 bucks a month. Yeah. Great. Or if you get the annual subscription, like your boy, High Five Tom, uh, it's $150 a year. And like you said, you've got all that. Um, it, so is is the back lot, the bad? So I mean, you're obviously the AEW on demand staying where it's at, right? Yeah, but you know what? But we're, we're we're talking to high spots though, man. I mean, they're they're a great partner. You know, they're such a good partner. So on demands there, AEW on demands there. But our partner is um, you know, the high spots is a great partner. They become a good uh they're they're right there with us. So we we we're gonna decide, we're gonna make a decision on on demand if we're gonna just let high spots host it or how we're going to work it out. So we'll figure it out. But for now, yeah, you can still check out the old stuff. Yeah. Cause, because most of the back catalog is on high spots, the regular, you know, the wrestling network, uh, but yeah, it's highspots.tv and listen, I'll put the, the link on there, but listen, yeah, I, I mean, the second that was announced, you know, I put down the money. Um, it's better to do the annual. Um, I think it's actually, I think it's 1499 a month, um, which paying just for the pay-per-view on fight. Right. I mean, Listen, I mean, I know they've got PWG on there. They got a whole bunch of different stuff, and that's a pretty new service for them. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's definitely you save a shit ton of money by doing it annually. So, and you know, save money. So, yep, yep, that's it, man. So, so get that. I mean, definitely, you know what? And on top of which, as you know, Tom, it's it's a blast, man. Yeah, going there, you see, you know, myself, Danny, Mike, Boz you know, Abby, Tony, I mean, our staff is, is family. Like this is a family to us, you know, Keith's walking around. You can't miss Keith. He's like seven feet tall, you know, like we're all there, man. Perch is there. And yep. Derek. And, yeah, man. Nick camera guy. Like, you he's know, all the our, guy gimmick or boy, Nick. So he's, they're all there, man. Like they, the whole cast of characters is there. Right. So, but it's our family and that's what I love about it. And when you're the, I mean, it's like Olive Garden, right? When you're here, your family, but it's true though, man. Like I give more hugs and high fives at these goddamn shows than anything. You know, it's like, yeah. it's a, it's a blast. You know, I met you through that. Right. I mean, yeah, we exactly. became boys over this. I hung, we hung out in Milwaukee together and I, I plan to hang out with you a ton more. Like 
this stuff really leads itself to making some really good friendships, man. You can meet people you like, stuff in common, and it, it yeah. is a fucking good show, you know, on top of it all. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, because this, I mean, you know, Coach Gene and I are talking about doing a review show, you know, and he's a Cubs fan, and I'm a Brewers fan, so if those two can oh, get yeah. and not fight and get together over wrestling, Shit. Um, you know, that's the that's <laughs> works. Um, yeah, I've met so many friends, obviously you, you know, Perch, and you know, Nick, and you know, my wife, my wife loves those shows. So whenever she goes, um, you know, so whenever she's there, it always makes me happy. But I, yeah, I can't, I can't understand enough how much fun they are live. But if you can't, yeah, catch you on the high spots TV.com, which I'll put in the link in the show notes here. So please do. My goal now, I got to get Jerry to referee a show at AW, at least one. Okay. I got to get Jerry. I, I got to tell Danny, I said, this guy's reactions to moves going on. In the ring are just amazing. I can't get enough of Jerry. I love Jerry yeah. as a referee. I told Perch, I said, I said, you know Jerry? He goes, yeah, I know Jerry. You know, like of course, right? But I was like, Perch, this guy, he he's so entertaining. He's so entertained to watch. Well, <laughs> you know? and the only dad is, I mean, yeah, we give Jerry a lot of shit, but he's got a great brain for the business. I, mean, I know. I talked to him afterwards. He, he knows yeah. what he's doing in the ring. I mean. Um, I've told the story before. I didn't realize till I was like 18, 19 that the, the ref was as integral to the oh, match. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. And Jerry, any Jerry, any match with Jerry, I mean, and he does some crazy shit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll I'll you know I'll talk to him. But I said he's he's definitely interested. Um, Great man. Listen, watch it, it, referees are lifebloods of matches. Absolutely, they don't get enough credit. In, in recent years, people got to know referees more. Uh, but you got these referees who are who are who are just stealth, you know, yeah. and they they know how to where to be, how to do it, and really make it work. I mean, I I absolutely love a referee who makes who enforces rules properly. I yeah. can't handle a referee who doesn't enforce rules properly. But like Perch, on the independent level, untouched, yeah. untouched um, that guy. Yeah, and listen, not only a personal friend and also a former guest of mine. As Perch and I remove, um, go back in the back catalog. We remove, uh, reviewed the movie The Sting. Um, yeah, it's his, their movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, took place in Chicago. You know, That's right. but, you know, watching that guy, like his, I mean, his start was like when I came back to wrestling. So just watch the the maturation process of that guy. Oh man, great kid. I mean, he just he, he just he really gets it, man. And he's just a good goddamn dude. You know, <laughs> like just a good guy. But he's so good at what he does. He's great at what he does. And I and he drives people to be better. And that's what that's the goal. You know, but all of our referees are great. I'll, I'm proud of all the AAW referees, him and Derek. Yeah. You know, they're they're great guys, man. We got Gary there now, comes in. You know, we had Daniel Spencer from Impact. He made his debut with us last week or last month. So I'm happy to have our we have a great set of referees, purchase being you know, he captains all of that. And I'm yeah, I'm really proud of him. Yeah, and well, and the I mean, he was just in New England and Japan. Japan, Perch went to Japan, guys. You know, they got to experience Perch. Go figure that out, right? What a great, what a great, amazing thing. In Kirk and Hall, so good for him. I listen. I Johnny Bravo said it to me. He goes, "That kid's on TV within a couple." He goes, "He that kid's TV ready." (laughs) So like, you know, he's got already got respect. I'm 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 proud. But man, look. We got a great locker room. We got a great staff. You know, our locker room is untouchable, man. I think we got a great lot. And look, we give you stories. We're here to tell. So we we do more promos and storylines than anybody on the independence. I don't give a fuck who who you are. There's nobody doing more promos than us. And who's doing more developing storyline, old school 
traditional fucking new age, you know, avant-garde promos than we are. We are doing a, we are all over the place on that. And I love it. And I don't, and I'm, I will still die on that hill because I'm so proud of that part of the company. And, and you know, the thing is the company wants to hear all feedback. So if you, what you like, what you don't like, tell us, I mean, we all want to hear all of it, man. I don't give a shit what it is. I want to hear it. And yeah. if you see me at a show, me or Danny, come up to us and talk to us about it. And yeah. people have done that. And I, I welcome it right away. I want to hear what you didn't like, what you like, what storyline didn't like, what, what interview you didn't like, who, you know, tell me shit, what you like, more, what you want more of shit. Yeah, man, let's hear it. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you there, man. Well, obviously, you know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean that, that fidget storyline alone, but yeah, I mean, Mance Warner before that, um, the build to his, you know, his storyline. I mean, Fred, yeah, the movies we put out, we put out little, we put out many films, you know? Yeah. That stuff's cool, man. So, um, yeah, so I'll definitely, you know, and definitely follow AEW on YouTube. Um, the new reaction just came out about just a great watch. Um, really enjoyed it. So, you know, and Kev Kellum's doing the, the podcast too on there. And obviously the uh, live tapings are on there. Uh, yep. You know, we, we mention this every month, people. Um, high fivers. Trent and I aren't lying. Watch alive. You want to watch the future, not only of AAW, but a lot of these guys on alive, you might see in cable in the next two, three years. Um, yeah. Yeah, listen, you never know, man. You never know where we end up. So yeah. all I say is support, be around for the ride. I'm, I'm thankful all the fans. Our fans are wonderful people. Uh, and I, I appreciate anyone who spends their dollar to come to a show that we put on. Uh, it means the world to us. And and, and it really, it really is, is appreciated by everybody because times are tough and you, you can spend your dollars anywhere. You should spend them with us. So I appreciate you guys doing that because it's uh, it really, it really touches our heart to know that you carved out your time to come see us and spend your money on us. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Before we pull the, the train in the proverbial station trend, um, what do you got anything else you want to put over for, uh, for the high fivers and high fire? Hey, just follow, follow the company, AAW pro on Twitter. You can follow me at Trent Zuberi on, uh, on Twitter as well. Get me on there. All my links are in my bio, my band, Hemi, Hemi music on Twitter, toxic rockets, my other bunk band that I work on. Um, all the stuff I do, man. Just, just, yeah, please, please follow along. We have the AW podcast connect with that, but you can get it all through the AW YouTube there. So yeah, just follow us. Yeah. You guys can, you'll find me. I'll, I'll, I come up pretty easily on, uh, on Twitter. So if you're following AW, so please, please give us your feedback. We always want to hear it, man. Yeah. Trent, the, the best, uh, Hemi or the best Lemmy imitator I've heard in a long time. So <laughs> yeah, we have a, we have a motorhead cover that was endorsed by motorhead. Uh, for uh, for death forever and in the black so uh motorhead gave it their blessing and um it's uh it's on there and and, and my, my my buddy here downloaded our entire catalog put, put a couple of bucks in my pocket i appreciate it so uh, <laughs> my friend um it's good to talk to you and uh we will see you soon my friend you too buddy we'll talk later Thanks.